on Korea is technique is our most important. How to move, how to make a combination. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Baladance Live podcast. I'm your host, Jana Komarnitska, and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are our regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about Baladance art form. Plus, I really like like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. Cross-training is the key to successful dancing. It may sound shocking, but it's true, especially if you don't see improvement in your skills. And why not cross-train doing what you already love? Sharky, the belly dance workout is what happens in authentic belly dance meets high-energy fitness. Sharky builds endurance for your gigs, stamina for your technique, and strength and flexibility to prevent injuries. From cardio and core to strength and stretch, their membership has everything you need to dance your best. Both live online and recorded options are available. Try them out for only $5 for the first week. They guarantee that you'll love their workouts and supportive community. Join now at sharky.com slash online, S-H-A-R-Q-U-I dot com slash online, direct link in the show notes. What I love about technologies, it's our ability to connect uh, with each other all around the world. Like literally last few episodes, we traveled online via audio to Abu Dhabi, uh, to Brazil. I mean, physically, I am in Brazil right now, but still, uh, even if it was not the case, we would have had the opportunity to travel technologically uh, and connect with dancers in Brazil. And today we are going to check out on Korea, on South Korea. And I'm very glad to connect with a young and talented ballet dancer from South Korea, Yoon So. She is the award recipient of the Midas Golden Touch Ballet Dance Competition, Reina Oriental Dance Festival, Elkov Festival, Malaysia World Oriental Dance Art Festival, and many, many others. Her beautiful and unique style blends elements of traditional ballet dance mixed with contemporary and other non-ballet dance genres. And that's what really caught my attention and I was so curious to know more about her story, about her dance journey and approach to ballet dance. So in this episode you will learn about ballet dance in Korea, about uh, Yoon So beginning of her personal dance story, but also obviously we talked in general about ballet dance in the country. We also talked about the importance of competitions for Korean dancers and how different competitions or what is the main focus of competitions there uh, compared to other countries, let's say European competitions or Egyptian competitions. We talked about different uh, aspects of competitions, the importance, the benefits, but also how to overcome failures because not every contest is a success necessarily. And we also, of course, talked a little bit about mixing belly dance with other styles. That was, I was personally really curious about this unique blend, and I really wanted to know how did it come all together specifically for Yunso. So, all this and 
a little bit more as usual is waiting for you in this episode don't forget at the end to screenshot and share with your friends tag me on your insta stories i always love seeing them i always reshare them and I'm always happy to know who is our podcast audience and to see uh, and connect with you on social media. So enjoy the episode and keep dancing all around the world. You know how many guests we had previously on this podcast sharing how much their experience with BDE pushed their dance career. You can have it too. Join one of the BDE experience intensives and get the training and experience of performing in lead and ensemble roles. Open for Raksharki and Fusion styles. Details and training materials for the casting are available at www.joinbde.com. Direct link in the show notes, joinbde.com. Hello, dear Yunso. Welcome to the Belladance Life podcast. Uh, thank you for agreeing to um, chat with us today. And I am very excited to connect between uh, career and currently I'm in Brazil. It's uh, amazing how, like, I think we are 12 hours apart, but how technologies let us connect. So thank you for agreeing to be part of the show. Um, thank you for uh, inviting me this interview. I'm so excited. I know that you do different uh, styles of dancing. So before I ask you specifically about belly dance, or maybe it will be connected, uh, can you tell how did you start dancing in general? Uh, was belly dance your first dance style that you tried, or did you do any dancing uh, before you start doing belly dance? Actually, I started a dance maybe 15 years ago because my aunt was belly dance teachers. I danced belly dance first. That is not a professional, that is just from hobbies, that is simple things, you know. I danced with just for just for on town, that is simply things. That is for hobbies, that is so simple that just I danced with Shakira's music mm-hmm. and songs. That is simple things, you know. And I studied dance, some jazz, some traditional Korean dance too, and just a little bit of ballet and a little bit of modern dance too. Mm. That's so cool. I didn't know that your aunt was belly dance uh, teacher. <laughs> uh, I guess that's where your inspiration came to even try belly dance. <laughs> I tried belly dance. It just from the just for my aunt looks like cool. Yeah, looks like cool. That is uh-huh. looking so interesting. <laughs> and uh did you consider dance uh, as a like serious profession uh, at any point? Because you mentioned that you started just as a hobby, uh, but mm-hmm. now you're more and more and more involved into dancing. So where was that moment when you decided that, oh, you want to take dance more professionally, you're very active these days in competitions and teaching. So when did that decision and that switch happen that you wanted to go into dancing more than just a hobby? Yeah, that is important things. 
you know my teacher? Do you know about my teacher? My teacher is Yasmin So from South Korea. She is a famous dancer in the world. First time I I got a she is teaching. I don't know about the belly dancers or it is big like this. That is so big. It, it sure called me. Is that that is so sure called me? I don't know about the word. Uh-huh. And that is sure comic. But then I thought like this. Oh, I wanna be like her. I wanna be like her. I wanna dance like her. That is reason I wanna be a professional dancer. Uh-huh. That was eighteen uh, that is actually eight years ago. Yeah, right. What did inspire you in your teacher? Because you keep you repeated several times that you saw her and you wanted to be like her. What exactly inspired? Because ballet dance was not new to you. Dance in general was not new to you. But what caught your attention and what made that sparkle? Oh, I want to be like that too. <laughs> yeah, maybe... I don't know about kind of belly dancers, belly dancers of like a pokroli, like a shabby, like a, some some kind of belly dance. I don't know. I didn't know about this, mm-hmm. but she danced so a lot of kind of belly dance. I don't. I first time see the a lot of belly dance things over her. That is so big, shirk on me. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason. And you mentioned that your first uh, class, class, like or your first like study of ballet dance, uh, it was actually a workshop, not just a class. Do you remember the topic of workshop that you chose as your first, uh, let's say, official class in ballet dance? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah, maybe it was from Shabby. Yeah, that was Shabby class. Yeah, that was Shabby class. Before, before I got her workshop, I don't know about, I don't know about the Shabby and Shabby movement. I don't know. I just know about belly dances, basic like a hip bump and some stuff. And hear me only, I I know. Uh, first time I I run about that. That is that is that is so <laughs> that is so so nice nice experience. That that was yeah right. That was I don't know about like this music styles like uh, some how how to express this this music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time is shabby. <laughs> I'm also curious to ask uh, back when, uh, back then, and now, uh, ballet dance scene in Korea in general. Like, is ballet dance popular? Is it something kind of uh, became common uh, for people to go to ballet dance classes, or is it something still very, very unusual in Korea? Not for actually for belly dancers, we have so many a lot of nice belly dancers in Korea. You know, Jinny Kim, Alicia, and Yasmin, and Bonnie. 
you have so many nice belly dancers in Korea, but but I think not for for just normally people's belly dance is is not a art one that that isn't art. They think like just shaming, just dance for dance for look sexy erotic erotic things yeah right this but it's gonna better and better but their thing like just not art not art but their thing just dance kind of a dance that is not a professional things they they think but on the very dancers on korea we have so big word on korea too Korea dancers grow up better and better now. They had we had so many great dancers too. I know. Yeah, that's so true. I, I was just curious because it's always interesting to hear about different countries and from inside of uh, someone who learned belly dance from there, who currently like works in belly dance uh, sphere from there. So thanks for sharing it. It's always interesting. You mentioned several times already, uh, accented on shabi, that your first workshop you chose uh, was shabi. Your teacher uh, caught your attention uh, with shabby like style and music, but I actually am surprised because when to watch your videos and to watch your dance work now, it seems like you are more into mixing belly dance with other styles like contemporary or jazz. Uh, um, or anything like that, rather shabby. <laughs> so, um, how did that mix and and this personal fusion of yours came together that you start mixing uh, belly dance with completely non-Arabic dance styles and even choosing music often, which has nothing to do with uh, belly dance and uh, creating these beautiful dance pieces. How did you uh come up with it okay okay i like fusion i like traditional things but you know uh, i think you saw the, my video some practicing that is just i think not a i think that is not limited that isn't is not limited i just stretching I just stretching and bending and bro and breathe and just express my feel with music. Yeah, that is with music. Yeah, I think just I always I just expressing the music when I practicing. Yeah, all the from the music I think. And how often these days do you dance uh, shabby? <laughs> Is it mostly that you're doing fusion with different dance styles or that spark of shabby is still actively present in your activities? <laughs> yeah, I practicing shabby always, but I didn't like coding. I didn't like coding, yeah. I didn't like coding, but I practicing all the style of belly dance always, but I recording only, only practicing fusion. <laughs> 
I see. <laughs> Uh, well, I also know that you are very active in uh, competitions. What is the reason for you uh, to participate in uh, different competitions? Because everyone will have their own reason. So I'm curious, like for you, like why do you uh, find uh, it's uh, necessary to go and participate in different competitions in belly dance? On Korea? Both. In Korea and I'm actually was curious. My second question would be how different it would be in Korea and outside of Korea because you also travel to different festivals. But uh, you can start with whichever part. Like uh, how is it going in Korea with like competitions? Uh, uh, is it part of the ballet dance scene and how you approach it? And how it's different from when you travel internationally? Okay. I want to talk about in Korea competition is competitions are like the best way to grow up for my ages dancers because I'm only 24 years uh, so young dancers for young dancers on Korea competitions competition is best to grow up things on Korea I think not yet not yet have any chance we don't have many chance of some working class and of my workshop that is not a limited only for Korean you know that is so hard things how am I of my workshop how am I working how am I, how am I of my class that is always hard things on dancers, young, definitely for young thing, young dancers too. We're, we can only grow up for international, international and Korean competition. Only way, I think. Yeah, me mm. too. Me yeah, too. That is best way we can grow up, I know. Mm. And what uh, is the element of growing in the competition? Like, why exactly? Because we talk about the benefits of competition and that it's a great educational tool. But what exactly, why exactly you think that competitions is a way to practice? Is it just about performance opportunity or there is something else specifically about competition? If you want to make some careers, I think, I think for one of the uh, professional dancers and one of master teachers, we we want to be. We need more career. We need more practicing. We need more award, you know, for the dancers, competition dancers, for competition. Mm -hmm. We join a lot. We fail a lot. Yeah, that. That is listen, I think that we have only way to make career only for competition. We made it to awards about this. And so we needed to make our career. And how if there are any differences, uh, but how would be different participation and competition? in Korea 
And mm. if you travel international to any other countries, did you notice any differences or it's uh, absolutely the same? Okay. I think I think on Korea on Korea uh, on Korea but it does my opinion. Mm-hmm. On Korea is technique is our most important. Mm. I think just uh, how to how to how to move, how to make a combination, how to make my body. But I think I was I feel on the on other country like uh, some Egypt, some Budapest, some on other Europe. I think their best their most important things like how am I write this music and how am I how am I express the this song? I think international international things is that's the one is just felt feeling, yeah. Hmm. Think about best one is how am I feel this? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's definitely in different countries the the attention and focus will be on different uh, uh, things. And for you right now, um, in your career currently, uh, because I know you already like teaching, you sometimes uh, like uh, get invited to do workshops already. So it's um, uh, getting together to that stage of uh, get into the career that you were trying like and working for but you continue participating in competitions um so i'm curious to ask your opinion your opinion because some dancers may think that if you start teaching in any capacity that you already should stop participating in competitions or go into like to workshop, but that's a different topic. Uh, in your opinion, because you, I, I know you get invited to teach and even give workshops um, around, but you still are active in competitions. So, what is your approach to it? Oh, not yet. I wanna be. <laughs> I wanna be more. I wanna get more award. I wanna. I wanna stand on more competition stage or what? Uh, just I think. I think just teaching and workshop is for the for the work because I'm a dancer. I needed to I needed to work for dancers. That is uh, just the class and work class and workshop is just for work. I wanna be more grow up. I wanna be more grow up, but best way I think I think best way. I think on me, competition, competition is best way. I think, cause I needed to get the award, get the award, but I need. I don't want to be. Actually, I don't want to stop because I need practicing more, and I wanna. I wanna effort to grow further. Yeah, no, yeah, not yet, mm. not yet. Mm-hmm. 
I'm so, I'm still not good enough. <laughs> yeah, I think always like this. I'm still not enough. I'm enough, not yet. I think that's the struggle of all dancers that we always <laughs> aim for even more perfection, which is absolutely normal. Uh, but um, when you're talking about competitions, it's not only always awards. Uh, sometimes it's uh, not successful competitions. Then we may think we fail. And uh, I think many dancers who think they need to stop comp doing competitions, it's partially also because of fear. Because, oh, but if I don't win, what my students will think of me <laughs> or anything like that. So for you, in your, in your experience, in your personal journey so far, mm -hmm. did you have ever a hard competitions that you were not happy with your results and emotionally like feeling down? Did you have any like that? And uh, how did you deal with that situations? Okay, maybe two years ago, I think, I had a competition. So I had a competition in Korea. That is terrible experience on me. That is yeah. terrible experience on me. That competition was the leisure. was leisure of the screening where Lily is the light in front of us. So many judges on front of me, uh -huh. maybe 10, maybe 10, but we, uh, on this competition, there, we can, we could see who want to, who, who want winning on judges on my, in the front that time. But in the time, uh, no one, no one on front of me that time, that time. No one want, no one, no one want to me on this time, on this time, on this competition. That time, after the I danced, it was a way of the choosing who wanted to be one, but just one by one. I just I, I stand the, uh, the stage and another dance stage on the, only two, only two, but. No one, no one choosing me. No one choosing me. All the all the judges choosing the another dancer, another dancer. Ah, I yeah. see. I see. Okay, now I got because I, I didn't understand that it was the format of competition that the jury had to pick, uh, like dancers who continue the competition or participate in the next round. <laughs> ah, who wanna win? Just a choosing who wanna win, mm -hmm. but. But no one choosing me. All the all the judges hold a hand for her. I didn't. I I don't have anyone on the on stage stages. But but that I don't know. I think now. But that is that is so so good experience on me. After the death. After the, that time, 
I felt like oh, I need more practice. I need more experience. Yeah, okay, that is only just experience. Okay, I'll be go. I'll be good. I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be go better. I'll be go. Better and better. That's really great uh, because for many dancers it may be very discouraging, and you're taking it more like no, I I want to push it harder. <laughs> yeah, it just comforted myself. Just that is best. That is good experience. But I don't wanna. I don't wanna more. I don't wanna more. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and sometimes it's funny how sometimes uh, even bad experience can be actually good experience years after okay. when we look back. <laughs> I don't want. It. But it's not like we want to repeat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious to ask also about your. Uh, aunt, because uh, uh, your aunt uh, was the one who sort of introduced ballet dance in your life, and you mentioned she was a ballet dance teacher. And although you start doing professionally ballet dance classes uh, years later, but first trying tries or first introduction was with her. Uh, if you don't mind sharing. Does she still teaches ballet dance, and uh, do you connect with her about your current ballet dance activities? Does she help you with anything, or does she just follows your activities, um, or maybe right now it's just your journey on your own? <laughs> <laughs> Only uh, now that time she is. She is just the she no more belly dance teacher hmm. no more belly dance teacher she got a baby she got a she got a no more belly dance no more yeah right but she always cheer me to MI dance yeah hmm, that that's so cute and about other dance styles. Because you practiced, uh, you mentioned you practiced them, uh, like earlier um, in your uh, dance journey. And now, for right now, are you focusing only on ballet dance classes, or you still take classes in other completely different dance genres? I only teach ballet dance now. But actually, I have some experience of yeah tribal dancing. You know, tribal belly dance.、Mm-hmm. I have some class of tribal belly dance too. I you know I love the fusion. How I am, I move. I wanna. I always teaching about this. How am I? I on my belly dance class, but I teach my students. How to am I? How can I move? How can how am I breathing? How am I stretching it? That is, I always say that is important things when I when we dance.、Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that is. I think that is not only for just moving another style of dance. I think. It just movement and just breathe. 
either. What is uh, uh, that special about uh, breathing in dance? Just breathe. Yeah, breathe is just how am I, how am I express the music or how am I express the deep that I felt it, feel it. It just what is I wanna uh, just breathe. I think just how am I? Uh, what am I? What am I express it? What am I? What am I express it? What am I show it? It just I think is from the breath, is from the breath and uh, from the music. Mm. But that's about you teaching your students. How about you yourself? Do you take right now, currently, any classes in I don't know contemporary or jazz funk or any other non-ballet dance styles or right now your own classes for your training uh, it's there like workshops or classes or i don't know online courses they're all only related to ballet dance personally for you for your training oh okay okay so I have my class too on the Korea and I I only practice myself only not a practicing only and I have a I have a study uh wait a minute <laughs> I still learn to my teachers now too I am still learning from my teachers yeah but I have a class too. Mm. But uh, I ask this because you like fusion. You mm -hmm. like to mix styles. And you mentioned that before, before you were taking classes in many different dance genres. So right now, did you stop taking classes in non-belly dance? styles or do you continue sometimes taking classes in whichever like styles it is like jazz contemporary uh, or anything like that or is it oh, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. i understand i only study sometimes like uh, some workshop not a class that is only one time maybe one month one time yeah just uh, sometimes i taking a just on other dances, like uh, uh, in is almost Korean dancing, Korean traditional dance. Yeah, not another modern, modern, not a jazz. I only, I only tried just almost Korean traditional dance. That is so similar because that is so similar like things on Oriental dance. Ah, interesting. I was curious because uh, you uh, have so many videos of fusion styles, so I was curious, are you still continuing your studies or it comes from the previous training? So uh, it's interesting to know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also uh, know that you uh, 
in ballet dance, within ballet dance world or classes, uh, you also study a little bit of uh, music and uh, even play a little bit of tabla. Was it uh, more like improvised naturally uh, what you learned uh, by looking at drums, drummers, listening to drum solos? Or did you dedicate time to go and and learn how to play uh, tabla or darbuka? Okay. I uh, I know how to play the darbuka, but... I am a bad player. I'm a bad player. I know just how to play, how to play, but I can't play. I only know how to play this, but I can play sound. Yeah, right. And how did you learn even like the, the very basics? The basic is it's from the just it's from the it's from the from the book, yeah, almost the book. We have some book of the little bit of basic on how to play the tabla and um, some kind of rhythms of belly dance. We have some little book. Mm-hmm. I studied in there. Do you think it is important for a dancer to know how to play darbuka or it's not really uh, necessary at all and it's just if you want like as a hobby maybe you can do but it's not really important for dancer to know how how darbuka is played. Just my opinion is for the professional dancers we have so many improvisation pre, uh, improvisation time you know with tabla mm-hmm. or darbuka but when we danced on improvisation we need to know about the rhythm that is we have so many rhythm like saidi like maxun like marpuf we need to we need to separate the rhythm we and we needed to know about this because side rhythms we needed to move like this malpuff we needed to make a step that is important things on the professional dances but if you just uh, if you just uh, wanna dance for a shop dance for a dance for a hobby that is not important the more important things for hobby dancers is just enjoying is more important in it, not for professional dancers. Because mm. they have they almost they don't have to try trying some improv improvisation time. For you personally, what is more difficult? Improvisation or choreographing? I think I always heard about heard about choreography, <laughs> I think. Because oh. that is that is only that is always decided decided in a I always about 
nervous about this. <laughs> if it if it's wrong, if it's wrong, oh my god, I felt I felt okay. Oh my god, oh my god, no worry, no worry <laughs> about about when I when I dance so dance of choreography. I think always like this. Oh my god, oh my god, I get it's wrong, it's wrong. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, I nervous. So, but when I dance improvisation, just. I always not a uh, normal nervous like uh, choreography. I just, I just, oh, oh my God. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, okay, okay. Just, just enjoying. Yeah, I always, like, always improvisation. I always enjoy, but not choreography is not yet. And uh, how often do you have to do improvisation? to a song that you don't know? Because that's, I think it's different than dancing to familiar music. <laughs> I always practicing on my practicing time. I have always time to improv improvisation time on my practicing time. Mm -hmm. I mix the, I mix the older music on my playlist that is played always random. Okay, let's do this. Let's, What's the song next? <laughs> okay, okay, let's do this improvisation. <laughs> okay, like this. Ah, that's a good tip. How to train yourself to be ready for any unexpected situations and any unexpected songs. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> and for you right now, uh, what are your goals and your dreams for your uh, future dance uh, career? What are you aiming for right now? Uh, right now, um, there my goals is I just I just wanted to win on Egypt Festival. Yeah, that is my goal on me now because mm -hmm. I never go I'm never winning on Egypt. <laughs> I wanna. Yeah, that is that is my goal. I want to be winning on Egypt festival, any festival. <laughs> well, I wish you good luck with your um, goals and dreams, and good luck with the competition um, preparations and 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 festivals. And also, uh, thank you so much for. Uh, spending this time together with us and sharing a little bit about your journey, about your dance story and about uh, also dance scene in Korea. It's always very interesting to, to hear those insights. So I'm very, very grateful for you. And before, before I ask our final question, I would like to ask you, uh, where can our listeners uh, follow your activities and find out more? Do you have maybe so uh, favorite social media that you want to forward them to? And if you have any uh, events uh, or things that you want to share for like May, June, July or onwards till the end of the year that uh, you want to share with us uh, both your teaching or maybe just traveling where we can meet you in person somewhere maybe in the world or anything online space like whatever you feel like sharing uh, I would like to hear about it <laughs> 
I didn't, I don't have any plan yet, but, but I can always ready. <laughs> I always ready, but maybe I should go, I should go to Greece, you know, Cairo by night. Maybe I join there. Uh, I don't know yet. I didn't have a plan. I don't have a plan yet. <laughs> no worries. And where is the best place to follow your activities uh, for our listeners? Is it Instagram, Facebook, or any other channel? Uh, definitely, definitely Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will include link uh, to your Instagram in the show notes uh, to our Uh, podcast and I highly encourage all listeners to check it out you have definitely a very unique and different uh, dance style and approach to dancing uh, that is very enchanting and your works always surprise they're always uh, unusual and different and I highly encourage if if, our, if any of our listeners didn't see uh, them check them out link will be in the show notes and I am very excited to ask our final question. We have one traditional question which I ask every single guest at the end, uh, regardless of what we talked during our interview. And the question is, so the question is, what makes you fall in love with belly dance? Again and again, so you keep doing it for so many years. I I danced for professional dance maybe eight years. Sometimes I wanna give up. I wanna give up, but think like now. But belly dance now, belly dance and dancing is just my life. I have only, I have only things on my life I have only belly dance yeah I have only belly dance maybe I born again I want to be belly dancers belly dancers too <laughs> this episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club bringing more consistency and more fun into your dance training online Check it out at yanadanceclub.com, direct link in the show notes. And before you leave, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends, as well as leave a review on iTunes or any other app you're using to listen to the show. The more people know about this podcast, the easier it is for me to bring even more awesome guests. Until next time, keep shimming and keep dancing.